to season four, episode seven of the Potter Discussion. I'm your host, Oscar, and here on the Potter Discussion, we discuss some of Harry Potter's deepest and darkest theories, tidbits, and little Easter eggs you might have missed, and you probably did. Last episode, if you haven't heard that episode, I 100% recommend you check that out. But we talked about how the first book in the Harry Potter series was almost 100% organized by Dumbledore. And that theory was so vast, it even carries over to the second book. And that is exactly what the theory is for today. Dumbledore's Scheme Part 2. The last episode was so fun to record, mostly because there were so many small details that seemed like it was just happened to be that way, but it wasn't. And that is the, that is the case with this theory, too. So I'm so excited. Hope you are, too. Let's go. Dumbledore's Scheme Part 2. Albus Dumbledore is known for his plans of success. In the last episode, we explored what the true plan of Dumbledore's was in the first book. Today, we move on to the second. And this one is good, because the Chamber of Secrets was opened. That is such a big factor, because what did Dumbledore have to do with it? I'm not suggesting Dumbledore open the chamber, but if he had a plan in motion, what did the chamber have to do with it? We all know how far ahead Dumbledore's plans go. I'll just give you both sides of the argument. In favor of Dumbledore causing the Chamber of Secrets to open, there are unfortunately some pieces of evidence. The most prominent being the hiring of Gilderoy Lockhart. Dumbledore knew full well what a showboat Lockhart was. If Dumbledore hired Lockhart, there was going to be some big party announcement celebration. So, for Dumbledore to hire Lockhart, and for Lockhart to go on and announce it right when the school year was about to begin, at the most popular bookshop in Diagon Alley, was sure to draw a crowd. And sure enough... The shop was packed full of people, mostly witches. Namely, the Weasleys and Harry. The Death Eaters would have had no problem infiltrating. Of course, none other than the Creep Lord himself, Lucius Malfoy, shows up. Where he gives Ginny the Riddle Diary to open the Chamber of Secrets. Could Dumbledore have orchestrated... All of that? Well, that is left up to you. But we have the other side of this argument. Here's the case why the Chamber of Secrets wasn't opened by Dumbledore. As a start, we know that Dumbledore is very protective of his students. As an example, in the fifth book, when the Dumbledore's army gets exposed and dragged up to Dumbledore's office, Umbridge gets a little physical with Cho Chang. Dumbledore shoots to his feet, wand in hand. Before that, there was a rational discussion. It also does seem a little bit of a strange move for Dumbledore to make when the price is so high. 
Dumbledore knows full well how much damage it would cause if the Chamber of Secrets was opened. After all, in the vision of the past Harry had, Dumbledore was there and a girl died. So, there you are, the two sides of that story. Of course, it is up to you what you believe, but I personally think that Dumbledore had nothing to do with the Chamber of Secrets being opened. And, if we cast that part of the year aside, Harry is tested beyond belief. I think Dumbledore gave Harry three things this year. Loyalty, self-awareness, and protection. It may seem odd, but there were things Harry acquired in the second year that were completely orchestrated by Dumbledore. Think about it. The Chamber of Secrets was the only thing out of Dumbledore's control. And the Chamber was a huge part of that year, but there was a lot of change that led to Harry to do the things that Dumbledore gave him. Let's start with loyalty. Being loyal is something Dumbledore values very much. So, to make sure Harry had it, Dumbledore tested him. He did that a couple times. The first test that Dumbledore conducted on Harry was by asking him one simple question. Harry, is there anything you would like to tell me? That is so significant because that is the same question asked Dumbledore asked Tom Riddle. Dumbledore wanted to see if Harry would answer the question honestly. The second test of loyalty was when Harry just came back from the Chamber of Secrets and was telling the story of what happened down there. For one, Dumbledore is looking delighted that his plan has been working so far, but that's not the point. Dumbledore was curious about Fox the Phoenix. Dumbledore said that only if Harry showed true loyalty to, to Dumbledore himself would Fox be called to him. And that was the final loyalty test conducted. For self-awareness, we get the answer in that same conversation. Dumbledore says, Impaled upon your own sword, Gilderoy. How did Dumbledore know that Gilderoy Lockhart was a fraud? The simple answer is, Dumbledore is an absolute genius. But that begs the question, why did Dumbledore hire a fraud? Well, to test Harry's self-awareness and his ego. Lockhart's ego was so big, it would test Harry's. The main purpose of that was to make sure Harry wasn't going down the same path of Tom Riddle. Gilderoy Lockhart would boast about his great travels and defeat of these crazy monsters, and Harry would just have to sit there and endure it all and not say, just don't say another word, man, because we're done. So that is the test of ego and self-awareness. So, the final thing that Dumbledore gave Harry was protection, in the form of the disarming charm. Just think. Harry's go-to spell is Expelliarmus. And where was the first time that spell was cast? The Dueling Club. That was started by Gilderoy Lockhart. Dumbledore would have no trouble getting that started, because Lockhart would see it as just a way to grow his ego and fame. The one who got cast, the spell, was Snape, Dumbledore's right-hand man. 
I mean, come to think of it, why did Snape ever agree to be there at all? Our answer is clear. Dumbledore told him to. He is pulling more strings than we think. And boom. That is the theory. And personally, I think that theory just ties in so well because it is, I mean, it's so theory-like. It's, that's a great description, but I'll tell you what I mean. The Chamber of Secrets is the part. That is the big obstacle for Harry to overcome. And if we take out that chunk of the year or that specific obstacle, we find so much. It's like picking up a stone and then looking under to see all the bugs underneath. And we really can tell how much Dumbledore was testing Harry just because of all of the things he was doing behind the scenes. And I think the hiring of Gilderoy Lockhart was the perfect, or rather is, the perfect example. Because... This theory kind of suggests that Dumbledore knew Lockhart was a fraud all along. And by saying, impelled upon your own sword, uh, Dumbledore knew everything at how Gilderoy would go around the country and take credit for what other people had done while casting memory charms on them so they wouldn't remember Gilderoy trying to get all the information out of them before putting them away for good. And it's so interesting that Dumbledore still hired Lockhart. So why did he do that? Well, that is probably because Dumbledore had a greater purpose. And this that's what this whole theory is about. About how the Chamber of Secrets would have to be opened. And Dumbledore, of course, wouldn't want that to happen. And all these different things that Dumbledore would have to do for Harry for... <laughs> I'm going to say it again, for the greater good, man, that's a pretty wide saying, and it can be used for quite a lot. But anyway, let us continue on to my next talking point, and that talking point is the disarming charm, Expelliarmus, and the giving of Dumbledore giving that information to Harry, and... I feel like, being the man he is, Dumbledore would have had some inkling that there was some greater purpose for those small spells. And that is like, I mean, that is just such a Dumbledore spell. Let's just appreciate it. It's offense and it's defense. That's just, that's like, that's Dumbledore. That is literally Dumbledore. It's using only the force that is necessary. And that is something that Harry goes on to use. Like, he just has such a use for it. And it saves, his, it saves Harry's life. Which is, like, crazy how did Dumbledore know. And the fact that Dumbledore gave Harry that knowledge in the form of telling Snape, like, hey, use it, use that disarming charm, and egging on Gilderoy to start the dueling club. It's just too perfect to set up. But then I don't know if the um, revealing of Harry being a parcel mouth was uh, 
planned, but I it didn't. I, I don't think it really affected the story because people then thought he was like the air Slytherin and all that shenanigans. You know, I don't think it's not a big part of the story. But that's um, something that I just found so interesting about how how like how how did Dumbledore know what did he do and how did he do it? So this just like crazy so many moving pieces it's very crazy my final point of interest that i was noticing while creating this theory was the hiring of Gilderoy lockhart and making sure harry was self-aware and his ego was under control and i think this was such a big deal for dumbledore because that's exactly how tom riddle spiraled out of control he got a taste of power and then just wanted it all so he went on a rampage and he he went underground and got like all his magical powers and when he resurfaced he was unrecognizable so dumbledore wanted to make sure that harry was not going to go down that path so i mean Wait, is, is, is Dumbledore a seer? Like, that's okay. Mind blown. That's a theory for another day. If you want me to do that, please tell me, because I would be happy to. But it feels like Dumbledore can see the future. What seer, huh? Because how did Dumbledore know how much of an annoyance it would be for Gilderoy Lockhart to be in that class? And it's like a problem for both Harry and Ron in their own ways. Because Ron was kind of, you know, interested in Hermione, and Hermione was kind of interested in Lockhart. So if Lockhart being there would interest Hermione, then that would not be very... Ron wouldn't be very happy about that. And Lockhart just boasting about all these amazing things he's done in front of Harry would not bode well with him. So it's like this chain reaction. And it might not be that hard to guess that he would be generally, like, not that friendly. Well, he, I think I should say he would be way too friendly just sharing his deepest, darkest secrets. But I just think that... Dumbledore had some, like, he, he had some prior knowledge that would lead him to believe that Lockhart would be something of what he would like. And that is something that is just so interesting. But that is the theory for today. If you have any questions, comments, or theories that you would like to hear on the podcast, you can definitely send me an email. My email is thepotterdiscussion at gmail.com. That is thepotterdiscussion at gmail.com. If you can leave a review, it just takes 0.3 seconds, and those point two and those point three seconds can help me more than you can ever know. So just scroll down, tap those five stars, and you're done. If you even want to go further than that, you can write a review just to provide that social proof and grow this show even more to reach more people and spread the Harry Potter community. Make sure you subscribe to never miss another episode and sign up for the email list. First link in the show notes below. All you have to do is enter your first name and email and you will get my ultimate guide to a perfect Harry Potter marathon where I give you my two favorite Easter eggs from every movie to improve your watching experience just a little bit better. You will also be joined onto the monthly stream of newsletters giving you a little insight on the two favorite theories of that month. As always, use this information to your advantage, and I'll see you later.